Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Oh, I love this song. I just love the way it entered just then. That's awesome, Jonathan. Thank you so much, by the way. Jonathan Lowe is our producer, um, and I just love having him on as well as Chris Tubbs. We don't get to talk as much, but they do a great job. They work very hard to make sure that we have some great artists, um, some great um, um, guests. And I have to say, I'm so excited because this is the Mom and Michael Hour, and joining us right now is the Mike is Michael Battle himself. It's been a long time, son. It feels like a very long time since you've been on. It always feels like a long time, but in actuality, it isn't. It's usually one week, maybe two maximum. I think the longest I've ever gone has been two weeks. But that one week does feel like a long time. So happy to be, be back on with you. I know that's right. I've missed you, son. How you doing? Good. Out here in California where it's cold, but it's beautiful because all the mountains are so green from all that rain that we got. Of course. Okay, what, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay, so cold. What does that mean? Well, you know, I tried to skip past that part, but it's cold to us. We are freezing. People have the parkas and the scarves and the hats. It's cold here. I mean, it's like lows in the high 30s in some areas. Um, wow, the I, I think all, all of this, That's got to be maddening. Week, <laughs> all the, you, this is like a bait and switch. You knew what this conversation was, was going to be like. I'm, just, I'm giving you the facts. This week... The highs are going to be in the low 50s, which you've been here with a prairie home back in the day when yeah. it was, you know, 62 and you were freezing. It's a different kind of cold here. Like, well, if you're at the Greek theater way up in the mountains or something, yes. But all much of L.A. is in the mountains, between mountains, no sunlight, windy conditions. So, yeah, it's not Minnesota, especially Minnesota in January. It's not that. No, but, no, but not the LA, Hollywood Bowl. It's not like that. But yes, parts of L.A. have the same kind of wind and, and cold that you, get, that you have at the Bowl or at the Greek in the mountains themselves. So We are so not going to – we're not going to accept it. We're just not going to take that from you. Come on. it's You know what cold is. You've run outside oh. with no coat on, and it's 25 below. Complete non-sequitur non, non here. Um, <laughs> there's a scene – in Independence Day, you know, the film with Will Smith, who shouldn't name him, but here he is. Anyway, yeah. I love that movie. I've always loved it. I was age appropriate when it first came out. Saw it in theaters, watched on VHS. And there's this scene where he and his girlfriend are, are, are in their apartment. I think it's like in East Los Angeles. Of course, I'd never been to L.A., didn't know what L.A. was. But this mm -hmm. huge alien spaceship starts to, to, to descend into the sky above Los Angeles, and it shakes the houses as it goes by. Right. And in the opening scene, the, the whole house shakes, and I think she, he kind of, like, wake up, and I think she says the line, like, oh, it's not, not, not even a 4.0. I don't wake up for anything above that. Or, right. Or, I don't wake up for an earthquake unless it's a 4.0. It's some line like that. Yeah, I remember. And she goes back to bed, and the joke, of course, that it's a giant alien spaceship. I got to say that line. I've always wanted to say that. I don't know why. It's a weird mm. thing because it was 
being from Minnesota, it's, it was a line that just made no sense to me. I'm like, your house is shaking. You don't get up. And I just right. thought it was a weird <laughs> L.A. thing. And then I moved here. And I understood what that was because literally it wakes you up and you start shaking. But you don't – you aren't going to jump out of bed if it isn't serious because you kind of learn which is which. And we had a, an earthquake in Malibu, uh, I think last week, and it was a, a 3.8. And literally, it was like 2 in the morning. The whole place starts to shake a little bit. And I'm like, I, I, I tap Joey. And he goes, earthquake? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's not even a 4.0. And I laid <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yes. In my 19th year of Los Angeles, I finally got to stay the line from Independence Day in real life. So that's all. But Just here's the thing, though. They, weren't in a, they were not in an apartment. They were in a house. They were in a house, yeah. Yeah, in that movie. So... Remember mm-hmm. the little boy? and I, I love yep. that movie. I, I think it's really great. And, of course, there have been people that say, you know, it could really happen. I don't know if it could or not. But, you know, how do you prepare for something like that? Oh, I know, a backpack full of everything you need. I mean, if, you, if we're talking about the same movie, that backpack is not going to help me with the giant alien ship. Michael, you know you walked all. into this, right? You know you walk just straight into this. It's like the glass door is right there. You can't see the glass door, but you know that there's a glass door. You still walked into the glass door. I know. But but here's the thing. I knew she was going to mention the backpack, but there was an earthquake here, and I did want to talk about it. And I got to save the line, but yes, of course, she's going to mention the backpack. I still have not put together. Yeah, and you know, Michael, if you don't want to put it together... Then I'm gonna come put it together for you. <laughs> yeah, you thought I was I gonna mean, say no problem. <laughs> no. I mean, if that involves you coming here for a weekend to hang out, I'm here for it. Absolutely. No, I think we're gonna need like a week just to get your Great. backpack ready to go. Mom in LA for a week, perfect. Is that what it takes? Not having a backpack, and if that's the solution, I will make sure not to make a backpack so that you'll come here to hang out for a week. That'd be amazing. Well, here's the problem. Um, I left you backpack before when I left to come home. And you don't yeah. even know where the backpack is. You don't even know or remember what was in it. You don't even first remember. All, first of all, I want to correct yeah. the many falsehoods that were just stated <laughs> in this conversation. No. <laughs> Your Honor. Your Honor, <laughs> please. I need to correct. I'll allow it. We've told... Thank you. Thank you. We've told this story many times. And each time she tells a story, Jonathan, it gets more and more untrue. And it just keeps twisting and changing. And now we're at the point where I don't know where the bag is. I don't know when it was, what was inside of it. I know exactly what was in the bag. I know where it is currently and what's inside of it currently for the most part. But really, you know where it is? Yes, I do. It's in your storage, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's in my storage. See, see, you know that. See, no. this, see, right now, I'm just I'm going to let you a little bit inside baseball on my life. The conversation that I'm hearing right now oh, here we seems go. to seems to, very familiar to me because it's the kind of conversations that I have with my father. And my oh. father will start telling a story. And he'll start telling a story to the point where I know that stuff is false. And I know that stuff didn't happen and isn't true. <laughs> and he's making stuff up. And I'll call him out on it. And this is his response. This is now his go-to response. This is my story. I'm telling it, this is my story. You can tell your I mean, story whenever you want to. This is my story. That's what this sounds like to me. 
This is Gerilyn's story. She's telling it the way she wants to. More importantly, Jonathan, it sounds like your dad and my mom should run for office in Florida. I think that's what <laughs> <laughs> they could win. You could just make up stories. Oh my God. As long as my brain is in first tech, of all, that's not first of all, happen. it wasn't Florida. It was actually New York. They can do oh, it in sorry, New yeah, York. Sorry. New York. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, at least you knew who I was talking about. Yes, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> they could probably get away with it in Florida as well. But probably. but the true one happened in New York. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys know how many sinkholes are in Florida? I mean, the, there's the one at the Capitol. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I just, no, I'm serious about this. Uh, <laughs> so many jokes. No, Mom, tell us how many sinkholes are in Florida. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but this is what, what I do I know. Sinkholes can form anywhere in Florida, but the highest activity level occurs in West Central Florida because of the karst limestone that's k-a-r-s-t limestone environment and as you know michael i don't know if you remember our first house that your father and i uh, purchased you were very 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 young um seriously we had heard all about these we had limestone as our base and oh my gosh so porous just so porous we had to cover it up with all kind of stuff so just letting you know um, you brought up this subject of sinkholes in Florida. There is actually a website with interactive sinkholes, like live interactive sinkhole maps in Florida. Wow. Foundationtext.com is the place you go. And I think I just saw the number uh, based on the Florida Department of Environmental Protection database. There are about 27,000 reported sinkhole incidences and sinkhole-affected areas across the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. there, there's your answer, Gerilyn, 27,000. 27,000. That's a lot. You know, and to, to add to that, I want to just really one crucial point of information here. The backpack that you packed for me oh, wasn't actually a backpack. I just, I just want to come back to that and circle what back. What do you mean it just, wasn't a backpack? I got it, it from Target. Actually, what if it, it said it was a backpack, it was a backpack. It wasn't. That's the thing. The, the, the best part of this whole 20-year-old story, nearly actually a 19-year-old story at this point, is that it wasn't a backpack. It was more of like a, not even a duffel bag. It was like a expanded laptop bag. So, oh. I, you know. It, what, it was color was it? No what color was it? What color? What color was it? Tan. Tan. No, it was It's a tan rectangular bag with handles on top. And no straps for your bag, so for your back, rather. It's it wasn't even a backpack. No, honey, you're thinking of the wrong thing, son. No, I own it. You still have it. <laughs> yes, you still have it. Can you take a picture yes. of it and send it to me? Well, because I went and picked know, that, that up for you. Um, <laughs> I think we need to back our packs on out to a break so we can discuss this uh, <laughs> off air. I do this for the listening audience. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much for that, Jonathan, really. Okay, we'll be back. 
Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to have my son on tonight, Michael Battle. I hope you've missed him as well. And Jonathan Lowe is the other voice you've been hearing, of course, tonight. And, Michael, I, I'm glad that you still have this so-called bag that I bought you, this duffel bag. But it's not a duffel bag. It's not a – what is it? What is it? You said it's a triangle? <laughs> <laughs> you did. You said it's though. a triangle. You said it's I a triangle. It's, it, I said it's a rectangle. It's a rectangular bag with two handles. It is in the storage unit. It's probably not, not even functional. And you know what? I can tell you where I got it, actually. Because we have two You of them. bought it? You went. You no. Know, so you went to a speaker's conference. I think it was here in, in Los Palm Angeles. Palm Springs, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Mm, I wasn't actually with you. I know what I with you. I don't know. We went to a speakers conference somewhere, and each of you got these these little carry cases to carry your, your your binder inside and all your materials and papers because, you know, that was back back when they printed all all the documents for you at for each speaker, each 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 uh, convention event, etc. Uh, because the the earthquake bag that it became still has your business card in the window, and so there was the tan one, and then there was a red one. The red red one became my like craft fix magic prop bag i actually still have that in my apartment right now with and nothing in it huh bag. no drawers no, no, no underwear no <laughs> socks no it's, no it's shoes no money no nothing no it's full of things to fix magic props and you know tape and now i use, use it to fix things around the house and then the other one had you know some snacks and whatnot and water and clothing and uh that's the one that's in storage so yeah it, it's it's something you got when you lived here at a speaker's convention Wow, I remember rolling up some money for that backpack. Um, oh, that guy! It took a lo- yeah, but it took a long time for you to spend that money, and that's just fine with me. Hey, Michael, I will say this though: <clears throat> after looking up who you know what what state has the worst amount of sinkholes, Florida, of course, is number one. But then the the list is interesting: is Florida, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Pennsylvania Poor are home. most sinkhole prone. I was very surprised at Pennsylvania. You know, we, we jest and we crack jokes because it's such an obscure topic. But at the same time, people who live in those areas and who deal with sinkholes, it's, it's serious. It can take swallow up your whole home, highways, yep. you know, intersections. It's, it's a major issue in those areas. And that's why, to, to, to Jonathan's point, there are these sites that are tracking them and where they happen and how often because it's a major uh, safety concern in those areas. Yeah, I agree with that. There's so much information about it, yet a lot of people don't pay as close attention. And, you know, people are still moving to Florida. Uh, you know, I've I've heard of many people that I know that have now decided to go to Florida. That's where they want to live, and I'm not one of them. Yeah, I would never want to live in Florida, but I do get it. Uh, it's pretty. It's humid. There's tons of space. And when you land at the airport in Florida— once you leave the airport area, just five minutes later, there's space as, well, as far as you can see in both directions. Uh, it's a huge, widespread place. It is beautiful. 
the culture and politics are obviously complicated at times, but where is that not the case? And, you know, you and I wouldn't want to live there for a list of reasons, but people have the same list of reasons why they wouldn't, wouldn't want to live in Los Angeles and Manhattan, pick a city or, you know, Minneapolis because it's freezing. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, although Florida, you know, has, has a lot of jokes about it, people have a lot of bad things to say about it. I kind of just backed off of that because I've been there many times, obviously, uh, prim- primarily to Orlando, of course, to go to D- Disney World there. But it's pretty. And if you want to live on the beach and live your life and if you could d- deal with the hurricane, it's not a bad life. I understand that. I really do. But no, no. Um, you know, I, I just I don't know. Sinkholes are for real. That's that's very real. So. I'm just hoping that the people there know what to do. I'm sure that they are they, they have probably had um, training or something on how to recognize it or what you're looking for with a sinkhole. Um, I actually found <clears throat> a list of things to know what you know what a sinkhole is or that it's actually being formed or how you should be really careful with that that sort of thing. Um, and it was shocking when I was trying to read some of it. I didn't get most of it out, but um, they have the areas listed where it's, you know, a, at risk for sinkholes. But people seem to be moving around it. They seem to be okay with it. So, you know, how do, how do, you, how do you fuss about that? In fact, there's a, a website for Foundation Professionals of Florida. And it says, as a homeowner or business owner, it is important to know the common signs of sinkholes in Florida. Most sinkholes give early warning signs before, the cre- before they create, I'm sorry, before they create um, a serious threat. Look for the common signs of sinkhole activity, such as cracks in the interior joint areas, cracks in stucco or a exterior block, sticking windows and doors, yard or street depressions, separations, cracks and gaps in concrete, wilting plants, neighbors and with, with sinkholes, actual cavity forming, um, Foundation cracks, settling foundations, sloping floors, ceiling cracks, loss of pool water. That's everywhere. But, in the but wait, but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Seriously, none of this, sad. None of this seems that, that excessive or extreme in comparison to other places like Minnesota, polar vortex, right. a blizzard that traps you in your house, roads so covered in snow and black ice that you actually cannot travel to see your loved ones get food, get water, etc. Right? Obviously, California. Right. A sinkhole is in one area. Earthquakes are the whole thing. So there's that. And then wildfires, as we've seen recently, where whole parts of L.A. and, and its, its surrounding areas just burn. The, and then when it does rain, when it isn't dry, like we saw the major floods and then on in the East Coast hurricane. So none of this surprises me. I mean, uh, America, it's some of its best cities uh, can be uh, can, can be rather precarious places to live. But those places are also really pretty. And they have great weather, uh, and they have great businesses there. So to your point, I would never want to live in Florida for a litany of reasons, but uh, I don't think a sinkhole is going to stop anyone from moving down there. Well, I think you're right about that, son. I really do. And people seem to know what to do. Um, So God bless them. Keep them safe. Because, yeah, Florida, wow. So there you go. I am done complaining. I am done asking you about the backpack. You know, do you have socks in it? I know you don't. Do you have shoes in it? I know you don't. Do you have a little notebook to write stuff down with everybody's phone numbers and addresses on it? I know you don't. Do you even have the map that I gave you? 
the map of the state of California. So if you ever get lost, <clears throat> you know, your phone doesn't work and you just don't know which way you're going. Your Honor, oh, this man, I really like sound thing. like a mom, don't I? Wow. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> you really, really do. Oh, I sound like I, one of those moms that get on their nerves. I've been watching a lot of the old Night Court lately to try to watch uh, to see if I can get get up up to speed to watch new Night Court. So I'm going to uh, say that we take a, a four minute recess. Oh wow, we we need that gavel, much help. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. It is now ten thirty five here at WCCO. Welcome back. You are listening to um Geraldine Steele. It's called Steel Talking, and this is the last hour. We call it the Mom and Michael Hour with my son Michael Battle. He hasn't been on with us for a while. And of course Jonathan Lois joining us as well as one of the producers. Uh and thank you so much for all of the interviews we had tonight. We had uh we weren't able to reach one of our guests, but hopefully we'll be able to have them on soon. Okay, Michael. So here's the thing. Um everything is going so well in so many states when it comes to the weather. Um, we do know that every state has its own challenges. Um, and I know Jonathan, as a trained meteorologist, <clears throat> knows all of that as well. So you don't seem to be concerned at all. And the weather is doing very well in California. Like, what will the temperature be tomorrow? Do you know? I mean, it's going to be in the 50s, but I <laughs> I wouldn't say everything's going really well. No, there are our climate is destroying our states repeatedly every year and getting worse and worse and worse. I just think people are proceeding. As I was saying before, they're going to live in these areas that, you know, the, the, the joke is always that people keep building houses in Malibu in the same burn area that tend to burn every few years. And with our fires getting worse and worse and worse, it isn't just a house or uh, a sector of houses in one neighborhood burning. It's entire areas in parts of, parts of California getting burned down. So, for me, it, it's not just, oh, it's a little cold here, it's a little warm there. It's scorching temperatures, uh, droughts, fire, uh, again, polar vortex. Uh, you know, everything's colder and hotter than it should be. Hurricanes are stronger than they should be. So long term, no, we are not in a good place weather-wise. Well, I sure appreciate you telling your truth, first of all. And second of all, you get rid of that pain pretty quickly. You say it and you let it go. Not everybody can do that. That is for sure. So, Michael, as we um, wrap up tonight, uh, we got a half an hour left. <clears throat> I do want to talk just a little bit about weather and um, all of the... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just a little bit. Because I know okay. weather is changing and I I find... That I'm not as concerned as I was when I first saw that movie. Um, remember they had the panel discussion the afterwards? Day after tomorrow. The day after yeah. tomorrow. And they play it all the time during this time of year. But, you know, I just wonder if you see any hint, um, hints or, or any type of news stories that talk more about that. Because remember, it was everywhere. They had all these panel discussions. They were telling people you need to pay attention to this. And it's true. I mean, we're starting to see these really terrible storms. I mean, everything seems to be getting worse, but people are still smiling and still moving forward. It's really quite remarkable. It's remarkable, not just because people are smiling through climate change. Uh, I think it's remarkable because people are smiling through a whole list of life-threatening challenges out there. Um, so if, for me, it's not just one issue. It's like if everyone still functions because we have to. We have to step away from 
the co- constant constant barrage of negative things being thrown at us right now. I mean, the potential collapse of democracy, uh, a, a country com- completely divided, um, police violence and police murders of, of American people on the streets, um, and then the weather on top of that, and then inflation on top of that, uh, which thankfully is beginning to go down. I mean, I, you know I could go on and on. And then, of course, the pandemic not being done, the war in Ukraine, it is entirely too much. And I think you've told people, you and I used to really dig into these issues uh, during this hour. And we have, I think, patently backed off of that sometimes. And we have more fun and we talk about lighter things because we have to. People are going to sleep. It's Sunday evening. <laughs> and if we really allocate too much time diving into the 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 just searing reality of what's happening, not just in America, but around the world right now. It is depressing. So, yes, the weather is a disaster. Excuse the pun. I mean, it is getting worse, but people are smiling because we have no other way to proceed if we don't, uh, even in a contrived way, find that smile, find some little piece of joy, hug your family and friends. What is the point of all this? And I, I am uh, equally as guilty of that. You know you know me. I love the house of mouse. I'm, I, I'm at Disneyland all the time going to the Magic Castle, <clears throat> going uh, to Hollywood parties, talking about entertainment and movies and TV shows. Yes, I have a passion for all of those things, and it makes me very happy. But I have to lean into it all the more now because reality is crushing right now. Yeah. You know that from Gospel at Colonus, the show that was on Broadway, your aunts and uncles. And I tell you, Michael, I remember the words, you know, um, live where you can, be as happy as you can. Yeah. And that sticks with me often. You know, you have to find joy in some way because we know that things are coming. We know that changes mm-hmm. in our planet is coming <clears throat> and, and, and is, has arrived, basically, really has arrived. So how do we deal with that? How do we take it all in? And, and the first thing I do, Michael, when I hear things like this or, you know, I see stories about it is that I go to all the new technology. I start looking up, okay, what's going to be new that we can use, you know, that sort of thing. I don't know why I do that. Um, and this time when I was looking up new gadgets and new things that you can use and that sort of thing, one of them was look inside your body with this scale. It's addicting. It's literally a, 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 a weight scale. And it says it's hard to manage weight at home. At home, you never know why your weight goes up or down. But Core Scale, that's the name of it, is the smartest scale they've tested. You step on it with bare feet, it will use four precision sensors to scan and analyze your entire body. I don't want anybody analyzing my entire body unless it's a doctor. (laughs) 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 Then it says, then you'll see 14 important health metrics. You're now measuring, tracking, and seeing health trends in real time. This includes your body fat percentage, muscle and bone mass, hydration levels, and more. Nope, not going to do this. I'm just telling you. Would you do it? No, because I, I I feel like I'd be hooked on that. Joey got the Apple Watch, and he finally stopped wearing it because it was just making him check all of his vitals all the time. Heart rate, this and that. And it, it made him obsessed with trying to see if there was an issue, what was going on. Uh, and it just it gave him anxiety, trying to you know see what was happening in his body. And I imagine that scale would give people more anxiety than they already do uh, with scales. And I, I will say, wow. I haven't stepped on the scale in a long time. And last time, last time I went to Vegas, I was staying at the Encore, which is my favorite hotel there, Encore in the Wind. And they had this really 
beautiful scale in the bathroom. And I was like, you know what? I haven't weighed myself in a while. I'm working out. Let me see if I've gained some muscle. And I pulled out and I stepped on the scale and it was broken. And I suddenly was just relieved. It was really nice. <laughs> I just put it right back under the counter. I didn't tell the housekeeping because I feel like every single person who has done that realized it didn't work and told no one was like, oh, thank God, and just put it right back under the counter. <laughs> It's probably been broken for years, and they just, you know, no one knows. No one knows. Yeah, you know, scales to, to determine our weight, you know, it's from the devil. It really is. And by the way, <laughs> <laughs> another really weird thing, you know, that comes out, people keep inventing strange things. There's something called the self-washing bed sheets and how they save time and money and provide healthier sleep. Self-washing bed sheets. Would you like to hear more? Oh, I do I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here it goes. Miracle has created the world's first ever self-washing hygienic luxury sheets. These sheets are able to fight bacteria, regulate temperature, and prevent the growth of odor-generating bacteria. Somebody broke wind, I'm sure. It's natural bacteria fighting silver is the key to providing a cool, comfortable, and healthy night of sleep. Miracle sheets are going to be as productive as you are. That's, that's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I agree. So uh, what can I say that's not... Okay, I'm going to keep this G-rated. I mean, <laughs> come on. You have to wash your sheets. I don't care if they're gold, silver, platinum. I don't care if it's diamonds. You know, it's like at some point you need to at least wipe it down. You have silver at home, you know, uh, you have spoons and forks. Those have to get washed. Those have to get polished. You can't just leave silver without. And then but people are dirty. We are filthy, filthy creatures. We sweat. <laughs> Speak we for yourself. And it's just, you know. Oh, I think he speaks for everybody filthy. on this one. I, we, we're gross. You can't just say self-washing sheets, first of all, that, that's total false advertising because they obviously do not wash themselves. They just smell less bad when they're dirty and they stay dirty. They should call them stay dirty sheets is really what they are. And don't forget, years ago, someone made a pair of jeans using the same idea with gold in them. And, and they said that you never had to wash them. And the whole joke was like, oh, you mean just jeans because people don't wash their jeans all, all that often. But you got to wash your sheets. That's just gross. Night sweat. Yeah. Part of it is called, uh, they, call, they call them antibacterial sheets. And um, this is no more sweating, odors, or bacne. What is bacne? But acne on your back. Those are all lies. Those are just, <laughs> those are lies. It's like if you go eat fast food five times a day and sleep in those sheets, you're still going to have bacne because you're eating terrible food. And by the way, you smell until your sheets smell too. I just these people. I don't understand. How do I get away with these ads? They're terrible. I, I'm just blown away by this. I keep trying to figure out who in the world would even decide to try to sell this. I mean, and, really? And that commercial. That commercial was just talking about Valentine's Day. Like, gentlemen, get ready. You know, well, don't buy those sheets because if she comes to that house. And smells those sheets. <laughs> they can be as gleaming and silver threads as you want. She's going home. She's not. She's not staying there. <laughs> wow, that makes me wonder what the hotels are doing. You know, are they not are they going to buy sheets. these? 
Are they going to buy no. these and let other people who have already slept on it, and then the next person comes in, it's all made up, and it's the old sheets from that somebody else put their stank no, on? No, because right? th- that would be illegal. That's uh, anyway. That's just it's silly. So, and, it's and, and again, silly. the misnomer of calling them self-washing. It's just it's a whole thing. Now, if they okay. popped themselves off the mattress and crawled into the washing machine, there's a product. You know, that's productivity. <laughs> now we're doing something. No, like a, in, in that situation, like a, that would be the AI and robots are out to kill you. Uh, you need to get those sheets out of your house right away. If, 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 but, like, think about it. Like an Amazon drone flies to your house and changes your sheets. I mean... Terrifying. Yes, so that's different. Any more? That's different than the sheets got up and walked away. Right. That's I different. Mean, <laughs> productive, though. Productive. That's something to look into. Okay, I just, I'm just going to mention a few more things, and we're done with this conversation. These particular uh, wait, sheets. Wait, 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 wait. These particular <laughs> sheets help fight bacterial growth. Three times less laundry, so they're you know encouraging people not to wash them as often. Temperature regulating prevents the growth of odor generating bacteria. Luxurious Supima cotton, self cleaning, probably helps Pima, increase... P I M A, oh, yeah, P I Pima, yeah, Supima or Supima, S U P I M A. I don't even know what that is. Do you know what Supima that, cotton is? Yes, yes, yes. That's what it smells like when you don't wash them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's because the last two. The last two. And now it smells bad. Yep. <laughs> it but, helps increase glowing skin. But oh whose skin my. is glowing? That's the question. Oh my. Who? Yes, who this, the glo- whose? <laughs> the glowing skin is are the, the, the bacteria and sweat. Sticking to you. That's the dirt and the grease that you can't get off your body because your sheets are dirty. I'm done. I'm done. These people. I just, it's, it's really quite crazy to me, but okay. And I'm sure that there are people that are going to go for this. Because now it yeah. says people are raving about these sheets. Yeah, <laughs> I believe there are curse words added in that <laughs> raving, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying. Raving and raving like I was. Insane, insane. Okay, we have to take knew, a break. I'm sorry. I knew, at the, I knew at the beginning of the hour I'd lost control of this hour. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> just you just the way Gerilyn and I were talking right before we went on the air, I'm like, I have no control of this hour. It's already done. Nope. You, you know, this is because Michael hasn't been on. That's all. I <laughs> <laughs> think we need oh, to break on, on that comment. Fine. Yes, yes. I'm going to get you some of these sheets, Michael. Oh, boy. Would you like to know I'll how much they the are? Ba- I'll put them in the backpack. In the bag. <laughs> okay. Didn't Jonathan say we can take a break, though? He did say uh, that, right? Yeah we, yeah, we have to do that. But hold on a minute. $129 for these sheets. A robbery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back, everyone. As we wrap up uh, this show tonight, it has been such a joy and so happy that my son was on tonight as well. And, um, Michael, I just have to read more and more thing to you uh, about, you know, tech 
and and how some technology has learned how to skip that trip to the dentist and remove the nasty bits from your teeth. I think it's called a toothbrush, but obviously it's something that's so much bigger. It's called Sonoshine. It's an innovative new tooth cleaner designed to give you peace of mind between your dentist visits. This clever tartar scraper guarantees you quick and effortless removal of dental calculus, plaque, tartar, and stains. How does it, what does it do? How does it work? (laughs) It's a new tooth cleaner. Yeah. So... I'm, I'm worried it's, you it's were a scraper with water. Yeah, right. I'm oh. saying I, oh, wait, 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 what wait, they're wait. describing wait, 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 is wait, what, it, what is this called? What What's the name of this? Sonoshine. Is, is it a water O-N-O. Pick? That's what it looks like, but that's not what they're calling it. They call it a new tooth cleaner designed so to give using, you peace of mind. So it's using sonic waves to clean your teeth. It's a toothbrush. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Using it about once a month can be helpful to avoid toothaches and gum illness, and it's completely safe to use. Enjoy the next best thing to to professional teeth cleaning from your own home. Oh, my gosh. You know, I have to go to a dentist tomorrow. Yes, I'm excited you're going. Wow. Hey, I wanted to mention something, though. Uh and Because I'm proud of this. I'm proud of being right about this. If we were to go back to the tapes of when, when Everything Everywhere All at Once first came out in theaters, and I saw it here, here in Los Angeles before it went wide, if you recall, I got on with you, and I raved about how much I loved that movie, and I said, mark my word, come award season. Even though this is a fantasy, sci-fi action movie, and it's weird, and it's hilarious, and it's fantastic, come award season, come Oscar time. We're going to hear about this movie. It's going to be mentioned a lot. And here Which, we what are. Is it called? What is it called? Everything, Everywhere, Everywhere All, at, all once. at Once. You did. You saw that I movie. I called it, and I said, I said, even though we've never seen a movie like this in the award cycle in years and years and years and years, this one's going to be the one. And now it is a, it's getting more awards than any other film. And the Oscars, SAG Awards, uh, the, the Globes. I mean, it's. The the, the or I shouldn't say awards the nominations rather it's getting more nominations right. than other films I mean it is um, the front runner for for a lot of categories right now. I don't think it's going to win best picture I don't think it's going to win um, uh, best supporting actress but I'm just so happy that other people saw what I saw and that this movie is as amazing uh, as uh, as it is. Well, well, you you did you said, Mom, this is going to be the one. And it's, you know, it's in so many, most of the categories. So, yeah. And sometimes there are like two people from the movie that are, you know, I like the supporting role. You got two of them from right. the same movie. So it's really quite I'm remarkable. Yeah. But what about the Wakanda Forever? You know, we have. So, go ahead. I was gonna say, Angela I was Bassett, Angela Bassett, Black Panther, for Wakanda Forever. Yeah, right. I, I think she she has to win. Um, there are some great um, actors in the same category with her, but it, she doesn't even have that many lines in the movie. And she just oh, there's the music. I'm being played off stage at the awards. Oh, no. Thank you so much oh, for this no. award. I appreciate. It. I want to thank my agent, <laughs> my mom. 
<laughs> well yeah, done, son. The Academy is giving you the rap sign. Wrap it up. Yes. They wrap it good. All right. Michael, I love, I love you. So love Take care of yourself, son. And Jonathan, thank you so much for everything. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. Stay warm. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.